Junior Doctors Corner, the podcast that helps medical students and junior doctors like yourself not only survive but thrive in your careers. We cover topics including doctor well-being, career, and life outside of medicine. My name is Dana and I am your host for this podcast. Are you ready for a healthy dose of support, motivation, and inspiration? Then let's start this episode stack. episode of Junior Doctors Corner. Today we have something a little bit special and a little bit different. I've got um, Dr. Helen Zhang on the show with me today. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Dana. Well, you don't need to thank me because you're normally on the show as well. You do other <laughs> episodes, so. <laughs> well, I, I just do want to say like I've really enjoyed being part of Junior Doctors Corner and you are amazing. And I'm honestly, I'm not being paid to say this. I really think being on the team is amazing and anyone out there who's um, potentially thinking about it, don't think twice. It's it's fantastic. Oh, well, thanks so much, Helen. <laughs> That's really sweet of you. Now, for today's episode, the whole purpose is for us to talk about or reflect back on what internship was like, in particular for Helen, because now Helen this year is um, a second-year JMO um, or junior medical officer. Um, I myself, um, internship is a little while ago, but I can still remember bits of it. So we're just going to um, hopefully help out the new interns this year, um, perhaps even help out the final-year med- medical students to get an idea of what to expect, um, you know, hear about our experiences, what we've learned, and yeah, hopefully, you know, help you guys out. And for those of you who've already gone way past your internship, maybe you can share with us, you know, whether what we've talked about here is similar to what you have experienced. So it would be interesting to see. So to kick things off, Helen, um, you know, Wow, 2020, what a year. Yeah, what a year. An interesting year for you coming out of medical school full of hope and everything, thinking that things were going to pan out a certain way and then bloody COVID-19 hit. Yeah, gosh, that was the last thing that I expected and what last thing that anyone expected, really. Um, so certainly I think my experience of internship may be slightly different to uh, a lot of people's. Um, I guess we are the first round of COVID interns and I guess the next coming batch of interns this year in 2021 will be a continuation of that. Um, So it's been interesting, it's been challenging, but um, I think all of us have really grown as well. So hopefully I'll be able to provide a bit of insight as to what it's like to be an intern during COVID. Um, But also I think there are a couple of things um, which can be a bit universal uh, in terms of yeah, the internship experience, which I'd, I'd love to talk about a bit. Yeah. So I guess first off, what was a really big thing you noticed about internship now coming out of it, the other end of it? I guess everyone goes into internship and comes out of internship with their own unique experience. And what I say is really based on my own personal experience as an intern in Sydney um, during 2020, during covid And everyone goes into internship with a couple of expectations and usually it's, it's similar but not quite there. But I think a couple of things which talking to my friends, my um, colleagues, even my seniors um, that come across as universal um, to the internship experience, it's a really steep learning curve. No matter at what point you're at when you come out of medical school, I think 
at some point during internship, most people will have a challenging experience or, you know, several challenging experiences. In short, internship is challenging. Um, and it's mostly, I think, due to how big of a step up and how big of a change it is from going from a final year medical student to suddenly a junior doctor. I think, would you agree, Dana? Like it's, it's a big step up and it's really different. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think most people or some people know about my story of how horrific my intern year was. Yeah. You know, those who don't know about it can listen to it in episode seven and you know, um, I've contributed to various um, articles, including on beauty within medicine, you know, my story. Um, yes, absolutely. It's such a big step. And you know what? I honestly, I feel like I'm sure my medical school did teach me bits and pieces that were relevant to internship, but gosh, I don't remember that. And it <laughs> feels like I was completely unprepared. Um, mm. And it felt like it almost felt like a lot of the things that I learned in medical school was almost irrelevant and I had to learn mm. a lot of things again or mm. for the first time. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you. It was very challenging. Yeah, I actually remember listening to your podcast that episode, Dana, and although I didn't have exactly the same experience, I, I agree 100% in that I think nothing can prepare you for internship. I was someone who certainly took my print term, so the pre-internship term, mm. fairly relaxed, <laughs> I have to say. But I have friends who stayed back till 6, 7 p.m. every day on their pre-internship um, term and still struggled during the first few weeks or even, you know, first term of internship. And that's totally normal. I think some of the reasons why it's challenging is that a number of things. First of all, it's often really busy in a public system. Um, you have spent many years, five, six, seven years studying medicine, studying to be a clinician, and all of a sudden you're on a team. And a lot of the time you are not using any of those skills. You are the paper pusher. Um, it is true. A lot of the time you're doing things, particularly on medical terms, um, you're doing things like documenting ward rounds, um, you're writing up discharges, you're calling up GP practices to get a person's past medical history or current medications. Um, you're writing referrals, like all this stuff, which you need medical knowledge for, but is not really, really medicine. Um, and you learn a lot of things on the job. But the problem is that a lot of things you do just have to learn from experience. Um, and because medical school is like trying to drink water out of, you know, like a fire hose, there's so much information and medicine to learn itself, right? You don't have all the time in the world to also learn how to be an intern and how to be a resident. So a lot of the time you just have to learn um, on the job. So that's, that's, yeah. Would you agree? I love that analogy. I have to say my analogy was a little bit different, but I love that one. I'll, I'll keep that one for one day. I might need it again. Um, I think for me, it was a lot about how, say, you can learn about how to drive a car, all the road rules, everything theoretically perfectly, but yeah. when it comes to actually driving one, it's very different. And, yeah. um, you know, it requires a lot of practice to be good at it, to be mm -hmm. at ease, you know. So, yeah. and it goes with anything, even riding a bike. Um, yeah. When you're doing it for the first time, it's extra stressful and nerve-wracking because you don't have that muscle memory, you know, to for kick sure. in and, and take over and let you do 
other bits of thinking that are more important. So I think, yeah, that's that's certainly what makes um, internship extra challenging and which is why in my experience and, you know, I, I don't know, maybe um, after this year you'll be able to tell me whether you agree with this or not, but in my own experience, uh, the following year after intern year was just almost five times easier because I kind yeah. of already knew how the system worked and, you know, yes. that muscle memory. Yeah, for sure. I think so I'm on my first, I've just finished my first week of residency really. And I can say hundred percent my first week as a resident is so, it was so much easier than my first week as an intern. And um, yeah, for all the interns out there, know that even if it's challenging, everyone who was a doctor today has been through internship and hopefully to some extent can relate to how um, much of a change it is. I think apart from the fact that, um, you know, it's different in theory and in practice, there are also challenges in that internship at some point, everyone will have to cover certain shifts like, like nights where um, you do, it's not just challenging medically because you might be responsible to, of making more decisions, but also physically you have to be able to stay awake all night, to sleep during the day, to drive home safely in between. Um, that is a challenge in itself. Um, and, and I think the other part that makes internship challenging is that for the first time, really you're part of a team and you're doing things that really make, uh, an impact on people. And that's sort of certainly what makes medicine quite unique not to say that other disciplines and um, professions don't make an impact, but I think what we have that is unique is that the things we do make such direct impact. Um, you know, every day we take bloods, that's literally poking a needle through someone's veins. Um, like it's so, <laughs> so uh, direct. And um, the decisions we make, the errors we make, and I say we make because errors do get ma- made and everyone does, um, because we are human, but mm-hmm. those have really big implications. It's not just like making a mistake on a, on a mathematical equation. It's it, it has implications, and that's why sometimes it can also be really challenging because it's it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly talking to my friends, uh, a part of internship that can be hard is leaving work at work because you know sometimes it, it's natural to go home and think about oh did I make the right a decision there did I write the right thing is that pa- patient okay um and certainly I think it gets easy with time mm. and um to to learn how to manage that but it's also an expected I think part of internship yeah, um absolutely. I think as a result though it's so important to look after um yourself um and and also so that you can perform your, at your best at work, but also um, learning to be safe. There are a lot of things in an internship that you don't know you don't know because you're suddenly immersed in a whole different system, I suppose. So I found one of the, the key things that helped me through internship was the awareness that, you know, I'm doing a new job, uh, I may... I'm on a totally new term. There are a lot of things to learn and there are a lot of things I may not even know that I don't know. And because of that, it's so okay to ask questions, ask away, ask your team, ask the nurses. Don't never assume that you know everything. 
because um, that can be a source of, I suppose, error. And I, I guess, um, I guess that's something that we want to prevent. I couldn't have said it better, honestly. Um, so yeah, totally agree with you there. You don't know what you don't know. And the only way is to start learning and asking questions and asking for help. Now we touched on, you know, the fact that you were a COVID intern and that is a very, very unique experience in and of itself. You did cover the start that everyone has a different experience in internship, but in particular, you experienced a type of internship that no one before you had experienced before. So you didn't have any prior sort of wisdom to draw on. So you couldn't turn to um, a JMO, you know, back then when you were intern, you couldn't turn to them and go, hey, what did you do when you were in a pandemic? <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone was experiencing it for the first time. So Please share with us a little bit about what it was like for you. Yeah, of course. Um, actually, even right now, Dana, our, our situation is a bit unique in that, um, as you know, I'm actually in a hotel recording this. So I've actually come off um, a week of working on our COVID positive ward at my hospital because a couple of positive cases came in. And because I live with my family, um, I, oh, I didn't want to go home um, just to be safe to I basically didn't want to put my family at risk so my hospital very kindly offers uh, a separate accommodation for um, staff who do have to come in direct contact with um, COVID patients Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been unique in itself but certainly I think being a COVID intern there were a lot of uncertainties particularly at the start of last year when all of it was happening and it wasn't just us as interns who had never experienced COVID it was actually you know our consultants most people in the hospital no one had ever experienced this before anything like this anything close to this um we were all in uncharted territory working in a pandemic working with uh, an invisible bug that we really didn't know um we really didn't really fully understand. So I can say at the start, when it first started, there was definitely a sense of anxiety and paranoia in the in the hospitals. We were short at times of, of PPE, unfortunately. So masks at first, unlike today, were very, very precious resources. Um, so I do remember there was a point where masks were very scarce resources and um, nurses would pack them away because we weren't allowed to use them on every single ward because they were just so scarce and, um, yeah, we weren't allowed to use them on wards. Um, and if people were seen wearing masks on certain wards, there'd be a lot of talk about it. It became, it was controversial and that was, that was weird at the time. Um, but at the same time, people, there was a lot of confusion as well because the practices kept changing almost every single week as to how we um, triaged um, patients. So I was on a general surgical term when COVID first started and so many changes happened. Like at first it was any patient who had a fever. Um, we had to like do all these investigations for like, and then it became confusing because some people had a fever from appendicitis and not necessarily COVID, and sometimes their their surgeries got delayed because of it. So there had to be continual updating of these these guidelines by the infectious diseases team, the public health teams, and and the surgical teams would have input as well. We'd have to read our emails every single week to see what the new practice was. Often there was uncertainty. There'd be nurses coming up to me saying, 
this patient's got a fever. They've come from overseas. Like, what do we do? Um, do we have enough rooms? Do we have any private single rooms? Um, oh, this patient has a fever. They have appendicitis as well, but they could also have COVID and I don't want to put myself at risk. What do I do, doctor? Do I, um, I don't want to transfer. I have a family too. And, you know, as a junior doctor and intern, you're new on the job, but also, you know, um, you, you do have to take responsibility for decisions that are made for patients, but also that involve nursing staff. And that was quite confusing for me. I often had to say, you know, I don't know. Um, just wait a minute. I'm going to speak with my registrar. Um, and often we'd have to liaise with consultants and figure out a plan as to what to do on the spot. Fortunately, um, I think we're so lucky in Australia in that COVID has turned out to be fairly well managed um, and I'm really, really grateful for where we are today in in Australia um, in terms of the COVID situation. Um, now we have plenty of PPE. We kind of um, we have plans which still get updated, um, but it's a lot more manageable. And I'm glad that the interns starting this year are coming into something a system where we're more prepared for COVID. On a more personal level, I think you know, that there were definitely also outbreaks of COVID amongst staff um, at the hospitals I was working at. So um, that was also, you know, it's very real. Um, Medicine is so rewarding. You get to make such an impact on people um, and you get to learn so much and see aspects of people's lives that, you know, a window into um, people's lives that, that no other profession offers. Um, but at the same time, during COVID, we put ourselves in direct contact, in direct line, often on front lines of COVID. And it's a real risk. I, I know doctors who are affected by COVID. Um, there was actually one point um, at the hospital I was working at because we had some staff members infected that half the interns were all gone because they had to isolate. And that was that was really unique, um, interesting. And on a personal level, I... I admit that I've had people really close to me be affected by COVID last year. That in itself was um, really challenging, obviously. Um, and I, I, I don't think I'm the only one by any means who've had this experience. And it's not something that I've actually talked about a lot. But it just, it's, it happens, things happen during internship that you can't expect and internship in itself is 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 difficult because you're learning so much. But then, life doesn't stop. Pe- people, you know, uh, things happen. And I think what I really learned from the experience is that um, you really have to look out for yourself during internship as well. Um, I, I don't think that's ob- it's probably sounds obvious, but I think when things get so busy and you're trying so hard to do well in your job, and then things are going on potentially personally it's very easy to forget um self-care I was lucky that I was with a team and people around me who were sort of supportive I had um a DPAT who was very very supportive as well and um did really look out for me suggested that I get in contact with EAP which is at our hospital it stands for employee assistance program and you get in touch with um psychologists who uh see medical professionals at hospitals specifically and it's unique in that um they don't document notes on the hospital system on the hospital electronical medical system so that you get that extra layer of privacy Mm -hmm. 
because obviously your doctors have access to it. Um, but that that helped, certainly. And I think I was lucky I also had a lot of family support as well. But I think what I mean to say is um, for interns who, you know, when life happens and you need a bit of extra support, don't be shy. I know I know it can be difficult, particularly as often we're perfectionists and we want to show that, you know, we have no weaknesses and things like that and it's hard to reach out for support. At the end of the day, we're all human and you really need to look after yourself. Don't bottle it up. Speak to someone that you trust about it um, and trust that there are people out there who care um, even if they may not know about what you're going on, going through right now, there are so many people out there who care, who want to help you. Don't be afraid to speak out, to ask for help. We all have been through internship, um, and you know we know what it's like. It's difficult, and you are important too. Don't be afraid to reach out ever for help if you need it, because also because. Um, you can only provide good care for other people from, in my opinion, after, you know, you've looked after yourself. So it's so important, well-being. Um, and we're in a unique time right now, COVID times. It's even, it's, it's even more important to look after yourself. Yeah, that really resonates with me, Helen, because even though, you know, I never went through a pandemic when I was an intern um, and that your experience as a COVID intern was unique, the themes and the things that you talked about, they're still universal and very much applicable to interns in the past, interns in, you know, presently and interns in the future, even when, you know, one day the pandemic is not a thing anymore. You know, I think the other thing that I wanted to say, in addition to what you, I don't want to go over what you've already said, because you said it perfectly, is that, yes, we all struggle. However, you will find yourself comparing to other interns or other junior doctors mm -hmm. and think to yourself, hey, how come they are not struggling and I'm struggling? Well, you only mm -hmm. know yourself internally. You don't know exactly. what's going on in their heads unless you actually stop them and go, hey, are you struggling? Or, you know, um, you're never going to really know what's going on in their head. And oftentimes yeah. we all will appear to be calm and in control on the outside, but, you know, we're like mm. the duck that's paddling furiously, you know, underneath the surface yes. of the water that looks calm. So um, yeah. that was just one of the main things that I had to learn eventually that, yes, we all struggle, but you may not see mm. it, but we do. So we want you to know, I want everyone to know that they're not alone. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And in fact, um, you know, this is another experience that I had, but um, during my first medical term on geriatrics in winter last year, I found my first week really difficult. And it was just a huge change from being on a general surgery term in a small hospital in that suddenly um, documentation is so different, so much more detailed and um, ward rounds every day took such a long time uh, comparatively to surgical terms. And at one point I actually, um, you know, I felt like I was, there was a lot I didn't know. I, I felt like I was struggling. So I, I spoke to the registrar on my team and I asked him for advice. I said, you know, you've, you've seen me work. I know that there's a lot I can improve on. I had an honest conversation with him and asked for some feedback and 
one piece of advice that really stuck with me um, was that, you know, you keep comparing yourself to other other interns, but to be honest, you only need to compare yourself to you. Um, everyone comes into internship with a different set of skills. Some people um, may have be really knowledgeable, or really strong in that aspect. Other people may be really good at clinical, you know, clinical skills, doing the bloods, cannulas, um, you know, catheters, so on. Other people may be really good at communication. Um, other people may be really good at working on a team. And these are all skills that are really important when it comes to being an intern, not just your knowledge and your clinical skills. It's learning about the hospital system, learning where you fit in. So that piece of advice that, you know, try not to compare yourself with other people. Try really hard to know where you're strong and where you may be weaker and, and work on those things. Um, and and if you improve um, with with respect to that, I think you're doing a really good job. Just, yeah, remember to compare don't compare yourself too much to other people and bring yourself down know yourself know where you're strong know where you need to improve and know that there's a lot you don't know and and that's perfectly fine you everyone is learning everyone is honestly learning you had uh one more thing that you wanted to talk about and i think it is around the theme of um taking ownership and about the system in general because um, yeah. You know, the medical school system and hospital system, completely, completely different things. Like, obviously, yeah. medical school has its frustrating aspects. I have no doubt that, um, you know, everyone as med students had certain things that they liked and disliked about medical school. Um, mm. It's no different with hospital systems. So, yes, yeah, take us through what your experience has been um, in your first year working in a hospital system. What are your main takeaways from it? For sure. Um, I guess for listeners, for a bit of perspective, again, this is my experience. Um, as a medical student, I was one of those nerds who, I guess, spent a lot of time studying <laughs> from a textbook I tried to go into hospital uh, as much as I could as well but when I started internship it was just another level I think being in hospital every single minute of the day uh, or working day very different and you realize like you really realize the things you do truly make a difference um, make an impact so the notes that you write for example in the morning um, they're going to be read by all the nursing staff, anyone who's anyone from another team who's you've consulted, they're going to read through your notes. Consultants who come in from other teams or your team will read your notes. What you write is really important. Um, but at the same time, what I came to learn quite quickly um, was that, you know, the system isn't perfect. Um, and, it's best to go into internship having the expectation that the system is not going to per- be perfect, even though, you know, Dana, you know, I'm sure you'd agree, you know, a lot of people come into medicine naturally being perfectionistic yes, and um, <laughs> and kind of almost subconsciously having that expectation for other people and, and the system, but it doesn't work that way. Um, in short, <laughs> I started internship and one of the surgical registrars said to me, my first piece of advice for you is trust no one. And that's that's a bit of a blunt way to put it. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to trust no one at all. But I certainly think that that, uh, that perspective is helpful. So a lot of the time, um, 
things don't always go through. Simple things don't always go through. And you have to be able to uh, see that and potentially predict it, be aware of it, and just kind of don't be afraid to double-check things. A simple example is, um, again, if you're on a busy term like geriatrics, you know, when you may have a lot of patients who may be quite ill, you're busy, your team's busy, but you're not the only ones who are busy. Um, the, the nursing staff who have to cover, you know, several patients um, are really busy too, flat out. Um, and sometimes the things that you write in your plan um, that the team, the rest of the team should follow through on may not always get actioned. So um, it's important to not get frustrated if things don't get done, to actually expect that things may not get done and just keep checking. Um, sometimes you may have to, you know, remind other um, other team members, oh, can you do this, um, please? Or, you know, um, another example is a simple thing such as faxing a referral to a clinic for a patient should be really simple, right? You should just put a piece of paper onto a fax machine, you know, dial in the number and send, and you never have to worry about it again. But I can't tell you the number of times I've actually struggled with this. Either the printer is, you know, the fax machine is somehow not working, or, you know, you go to a different ward and the way you dial the number in to the fax machine is different. You have to put a zero in front or... Or, you know, the fax machine on the other end on the, of the, you know, the receiving end, it's not working. So many, like, real-life hashtag, uh, hashtag IRL problems happen, and that's just part of internship as well. A lot of it is paper pushing, and a lot of it is just dealing with the minutiae of, like, troubleshooting um, troubleshooting life, troubleshooting machines. Um, so, yeah, but the thing is, these things are fixable. All you need to do is, um, you know, think about what what you could do. You could call the clinic, make sure that double check that you've your fax has gone through. You can talk to nurses, um, follow through with um, tasks, and obviously, it sounds simple. In reality, you're probably doing a hundred tasks, uh, and it, it is challenging. Um, but yeah, I think it's really helpful to have that perspective that things are not going to go perfectly, but also. Um, really taking ownership of your actions know that it's not going to go perfectly and be accountable um uh, expect things try and prepare for it uh, because what you do really does make a difference um the, the other thing was um i guess the same the same person who gave me the piece of advice about trusting no one also gave me um a good piece of advice in that you know um know your role as as an intern in the hospital we, the, the hospital is such a unique workplace. It's like an ecosystem. Uh, as interns, it's our first year working in this massive complex ecosystem. There have been people there who've been working there for decades. Now it's a complex system. We know that, you know, there's a lot to learn, but also um, in the pyramid of the hospital, at least on the medical team, we as interns are at the bottom of the pyramid. Um, bottom of the food chain, whatever you want to call it. But I like to use the analogy pyramid because um, in that triangle shape, the bottom is sort of the widest part. And I think that correlates to almost the amount of running around and like groundwork we have to do as interns um, on the wards for each individual patient. Um, in As interns, we cover the ground. Um, we do the small tasks 
which are really important. Don't forget that because sometimes it's easy to forget when you're so busy and, and, you know, tired and maybe stressed. But we do things like, you know, write discharges, write things, take bloods, um, put in cannulas, um, these things which are immediate. Um, but you have to do so much of that. Sometimes it can be easy to lose sight of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So that's where, I guess, registrars, the next tier up, um, or, you know, senior residents come in. They uh, kind of oversee what we do and make sure they have a bigger picture of what's going on. Yeah. Um, they they will touch base with you to make sure that your tasks are, you know, on track so that the bigger picture um, for each patient is going on track. And hopefully, if they're nice, they're also helping you out here and there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that level is slightly less wide. They don't have to do as many uh, of the small tasks necessarily um, running around for each patient. And then above them um, is the next level up and it's even narrower. So they may have even less direct contact with the patients, but they're seeing an even um, higher sort of bird's view picture of what's going on. And these people are, you know, the consultants or, you know, the um, at- attending, sorry, the advanced trainees. Um, these people oversee the registrars and yourself to make sure the bigger picture is happening. So, um, and they, they, they may not know every tiny detail that's going on, which you as the intern sort of needs to know. Um, they see the bigger picture. They don't necessarily need to know that you need to do this blood at this time, fax this thing at that time. But um, it's really important to try and um, do all those small, small jobs so that um, the bigger picture happens. But also, uh, I guess, remembering that the small jobs that you do are really important. It's the groundwork for the bigger picture towards some patient's recovery in hospital. Yeah. And and that's really important and, and don't forget that. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess um, I know that you already do this, the fact that you said that you would fax something and pick up the phone and call the other person to make sure they receive this. But what actually, you know, I'm speaking from someone who's already been in medicine a few years now but looking back what distinguishes between an okay intern and a really good intern is an intern who takes the initiative takes ownership of their role as the intern you know not only do you just document down plans that need to be carried out you actually make sure the plan is carried out and for instance I remember back when I was an intern and you mentioned your example of how nurses are busy and they often have to do multiple jobs for multiple patients and seem to be expected to be done for all of them at once um, which is Mm. impossible I would then sometimes look at the list of things that need to be done and even though sometimes the tasks are nursing tasks um, little things that if I think I have the knowledge and the skills to do it I would go and do it myself and you know make sure it is done so that the patient either you know feels better or will get better you know things like that at the end of the day we all have a common goal which is to look after patients and get them better so it doesn't matter whether you're the one doing it or the nurse doing it if you can do it and you have a little bit of spare time on your hand go and get it done and make sure it's done um you know so it's uh very similar to your example of you know faxing instead of just handing it to the admin staff and go yeah can you just fax this for me and then going off and doing something else you faxed it off and then made a phone call and made sure it got through because that can be a difference between a patient getting um, their 
uh, MRI scan booked in, you know, tomorrow versus <laughs> it being delayed to next week because you didn't realize that the facts hadn't gone through. And later that day, um, when your registrar asks you, hey, has that been done? And you end up blaming the fax machine. Well, you know, um, they're going to probably be thinking, all right, you know, this is an okay intern. They're just getting by doing their job versus a person that actually got it done and made sure the patient got what they needed. Yeah. And you will find that if you do sort of once in a while give a helping hand to the nurses, they will, when yeah. they have a spare minute, help you out. I have had nurses who take oh, tasks sure. off my hands and help me out because I have helped them out. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, yeah. it's just only going to benefit you. Yeah, that's another really good piece of advice, I think. Um, befriend the nurses. Be nice to them. They can really make your life a lot easier if you get on their good side. And, um, you know, they have a really tough job too. You're all trying to do the same thing at the end. You're trying to look after patients. Um, yeah, do, be nice to the nurses and they could make your life a lot easier. I think also never be afraid to ask questions. Um, one thing I think a lot of the really, like, bright, you know, young medical students graduating who have a lot of knowledge and, you know, are really confident um, – I think it's it's important to remember that I think I've already said this really, but um, that there are always things we don't know. Um, don't be afraid to ask. Don't you don't have to put on the image that you know everything and you're 100 percent competent. If you feel like you have any uncertainty, it's always better to ask and be sure to be safe than to be sorry. And um, yeah, that's that's just something I wanted to add on. And and also just um, you know look out for yourself, but also look out for your colleagues. Um, you know, internship is universally experienced amongst all. Um, like you never know what someone else is going through. And I think just remembering to reach out, um, I, I look out for other people helps to make a culture within the hospital. That's, um, you know, a little bit more, supportive for everyone absolutely well thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us i really hope that um your jmo year pans out a lot better um but you know at the end of the day we don't know how things are going to go still it sounds like you already have developed the right skills and knowledge to handle whatever comes your way Oh, I don't know about that. That's very kind of you, Dana. I, I don't know what wisdom I have. I'm still, <laughs> this is just my experience as an intern. And, you know, in a couple of years, I may something, say something different. But um, I hope that something that I've said today will help someone out there, um, give them a bit of perspective of what it's like to be an intern, intern in COVID. And if anyone has any questions um, or wants to ask more about my experience, they're so welcome to um, get in contact and thank you so much for having me today, Dana. That's right, Helen. Thanks for coming back on the show. If you really like that episode, please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes to help a sister out. And don't forget to subscribe to our email list so that you never miss an episode. 